0: We got the cool, we got the muscle, and you know we effing rule. We are the Geek Grills. We are the Geek Grills. All right. We got the know-how, we got control, we got the knowledge, and we tell you how it flows. We are the Geek Grills. We are the Geek Grills. All right. We are the Geek Grills. We are the Geek Grills. Tonight. Hello, and welcome to episode 256 of Geek Grills. I'm September, also known as 9 of 12, here with my wonderful hosts, Linda.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And Ray.
1: Do. Um,
0: our podcast is mostly supported by our patrons, so please go today to patreon.com slash grills to help us out. Today's topic is going to be, well... It's that season, right? Comfort food. And we're going to talk about our favorite soups. We'd love to hear about yours. So what have you two been up to this geeky week?
1: Uh, I can go first, I suppose. Um, I... <laughs>
0: this is why we have notes, so we don't have to say that every time. <laughs> it's
1: fine. We don't always go and... <laughs>
0: yeah, I didn't move myself to the end like I should have because I'm hosting, but, you know. <laughs>
1: Meh. So I have finished my pale toe coat here behind me. It's actually a very dark blue. The inside, um, I'm sitting and I can't reach it, but the inside is this beautiful brocade that's got roses and leaves on it. It's all blue, um, different shades of blue. Uh, I'll see about maybe posting some pictures. Um, But I stabbed myself so many times with pins that I lost count and needles... (laughs) I, there's a reason why my main, like, craft is crochet, because it's soft. <laughs> <laughs> every time I sew something, I'm paying attention to where the needle is going in the fabric and not where my hands are. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I, I'm just like, doop to doo ouch! And every single time I would stab myself, I'd pick my hands up like this, because I didn't want to bleed on the fabric, just <laughs> in case. So I was like, "Okay, am I bleeding? No. Okay, I can go back to sewing." (laughs) But every single time, I'd be like, "Eh."
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, your coat matches my nails.
1: Yes, super pretty and dark.
0: (laughs) So you (laughs) go wear
2: it like in February, right? Right? Oh
1: yeah, 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 Wearing it in in February, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna wear it during the summer because I'll die of heat. Yes. (laughs) Any, Any chance I get, I'm gonna wear that. It's got secret pockets inside.
0: Of course al- it
1: does. It's almost reversible, actually, because the inside seams are all finished. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I could wear it inside out. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> depend on how fancy you feel. Depend on how fancy. Um, one of the last props that I ordered for this character came in. Um, it is a potion bottle lamp that oh, changes. Cool. It changes color when you shake it. So it's gone from like blue to green to red that's yeah. really neat yeah so i can put that in my little window the blue shows up real well the other colors not so much on this camera but
0: so <laughs> cool where did you get that
1: this is from target you okay have to order it online if they don't have it in okay the store, they don't have it in the store but you you can order it online um it's basically like a minecraft collab so it's all pixelated um it's I still thought it was really fitting. I thought it was adorable. So he's he's mine now.
0: <laughs>
1: and then um I actually last night when cuz we we're recording on a, a different night um I actually finished finished my pumpkin that I was working on that I would have been working on during the show. And instead of the pumpkin, which is now done, I'm working on a banana. <laughs> banana. <laughs> I'm almost done with the banana it's very clearly a banana very clearly, <laughs> very clearly a banana it's got you know peels I'm sure they looked at that pattern and was like how can we make this kid friendly <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically like my entire end of last week and all weekend was making that making the coat I have also the mock up um, the mock up is also wearable We'll we'll call it wearable. Um, It's made out of all sorts of, like, uh, Christmas fabric, which is what I had.
2: So it's very (laughs)
1: Christmassy. Um, So
2: you're you're ready for next year,
1: too. I am. (laughs) And then, like, the last little thing is I noticed in a bunch of uh, the um, reference pictures that I was using, a lot of the uh, 1860s ladies would have, like, a tartan um, shawl. So I happen to have some tartan fabric, and I just added some lace to the end of it, and I've made myself a little, a little tartan shawl to go over my coat.
0: Ooh, gorgeous! So
1: fancy. <laughs> I like the I like that it's a
2: blue on blue, so it definitely matches yeah.
1: with the navy. Yeah, it's blue. It's like a really dark navy blue, a slightly lighter um, kind of royal blue, and like a teal. Almost it doesn't pick up well on this camera. I, I I should probably get a new camera. Um but I'm really pleased that's all the costuming I'm going to need. I basically have everything. I just need to pack it. I'm I'm ready. I know. <laughs> ready for my first game as this <laughs> character. <laughs> are you
0: going to hear the sponge out. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. About you Ray, what are you up to?
2: Uh, I'm not quite as ready, but hopefully we'll be soon. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did see Avatar 2: The Way of Water over the weekend. Um, Scott has wanted to see it, and I'm kind of indifferent. Mm-hmm. Like I saw, I saw the first one. I've, I've seen a lot of James Cameron films, so I, I was like, nah, okay. I, I just need to get out of the house, and I'm not feeling great, so I can go and just sit there and curl up with like my my coat slash blanket in the theater for what, like three or four hours uh <laughs> it didn't feel super long but there, there were parts where i'm like is this really necessary it's good <laughs> like i'm glad i saw it in theater because it's just very pretty and my husband was kind and we didn't see it in 3d because i hate putting 3d glasses over my actual glasses so <laughs> we just saw it at, like the the high Dolby you can feel everything every rumble um, and James Cameron does not want you to forget that he directed Titanic like that is very important for you to remember how much he directed Titanic how much he loves the ocean <laughs> and also that whaling is super bad uh, these are core things oh and family's important and Sully stick together those are those are the core things of this movie. <laughs> Uh, but I did enjoy it, and I, as a nerd who, when I was a kid, wanted to be a marine biologist, I—I I was like, I, Scott had stepped away to go to the bathroom. He comes back, he's like, "What did I missed?" I'm like, "Nothing but really pretty water scenes." Like, I—it's what I imagine if I—if I. So I went snorkeling, but there's no—I don't have. Snorkeling goggles for my Prescription so I can get Some that magnify but it's still not The same but it was just So crystal and It just reminded me that first time Snorkeling on our honeymoon um, Off the coast of Mexico and it was just so Beautiful and just all the fishies And I was just (laughs) like You're alien fishies but you're so pretty
0: (laughs) Yeah, That's most what I see when I look at trailers for that movie well it looks very pretty
2: (laughs) it is it is very pretty um i don't yeah I, i it's gorgeous i liked it apparently there's three to four more which i guess they're gonna like work focus more on like the children like there's there's stuff that wasn't fully answered in this one and you didn't have to if you remember uh james scully or whatever used to be what was a human and put into an avatar body that's all you really need from to watch avatar 2 you don't really need to rewatch the first one you can if you are a diehard navi fan i guess also the way they incorporated it so they're not speaking navi the entire time like it starts with a flashback and he's kind of explaining um I, I did like this because they bookended the movie so the flashback that it starts with you go back to at the end and, and everything is kind of like a, a flashback um, but it also gives us a reason why the whole movie doesn't have subtitles for those of you who cool. hate subtitles because <laughs> not all of you like subtitles I I am a weirdo who puts the subtitles on willingly uh, in English films so because I have a hard time hearing All right, I uh, also saw the bad guy which was an animated film that came out I think last year It's just a very good heist movie It was delightful I think it's like PG But it's it's a really good Like nod to Ocean's Eleven Like specifically <laughs> the main characters Based off George Clooney From Ocean's Eleven And Lupin from Lupin the Third Which yes is an anime Because I have to reference anime uh, So Uh, That was delightful. I do. I do recommend it. It's like, it's not a dumb kids movie. It's one that like, both adults and kids will enjoy. Is it bad guy or bad guys? The bad guys, I believe. Okay, let me make sure.
0: I found it. Twenty twenty-two
2: animated film. Main character is a wolf, and it's like, it's a snake, um, a piranha, a tarantula. And okay, cool. Yeah, they're just con- what you would consider bad guys, and it was interesting, and then we, like, afterwards started talking about, like, what the world is, because it's not quite Zootopia, because there's humans, but it is anthropomorphic, so you're kind of like, well, what's what's the story here, like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was really cute. Uh, I'm caught up on My Hero Academia, and, <laughs> um, what was that? The episode that just made me cry uh the last
1: ones or the, the last is, of us the last, the last of, of us <laughs> yes uh, oh was, my gosh
0: i heard a lot of that i haven't I, uh, watched it yet so
1: i have a really funny little like tidbit about that because so matthew and my mother-in-law watched that together uh it's like their show that they're watching right now so i got done with my coat and i came back busted out of my craft room to go show them right at the end of, like, one of the gut-punch scenes. And then, oh. like, timing. <laughs>
2: but my <by> code! <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I've never played it. Uh, and I was incorrect. Scott has never played it either. Um, I found that it came out while we were unemployed, which is why we never played it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, the latest episode, episode three, is just very very good it is beautiful I Amber, I do recommend watching this show like you don't really need to know anything about the game like oh I know talk I bad know about it and, and I've watched you- gameplay
0: and I mean that's mo- it's the story is very much the value of that game to begin with so I'm, I'm really glad to be hearing they did such a good job
2: yeah apparently they've taken some things that were found problematic or not, not executed a good way from the game and have fixed it for the show.
0: Cool, yeah.
2: So, episode three, without no better, going into better. much, is, is that. Guess kind of highlights that. So, you will want tissues.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So he, Matt's, mom was, Matt's mom was talking to him about it, like, afterward, and she was like, well, I heard they're, they've they already greenlit a second season based on the second uh, thing and she was like, "So, what's that going to be about?" And both of us looked at each other because I've watched gameplay, and so is he. He's, I think, he's played it, and we were just like, "Spoilers! Spoilers! Can't tell you anything about Game Two without spoiling things." Yeah,
2: seriously. Like,
1: I, I wanted,
2: like, I messaged him at lunch, and I'm like, "I wish Mark wasn't so busy because I want to talk to you about The Last of Us." <laughs> Uh, and then uh, we had our first game of our Undesirables, which is a.k.a. our Punching Nazis 1939 game, and that was a blast, and I love it, and I cannot wait for it to be on Similacra TV, uh, because Scott is recording these episodes, and it's just going to be like a short, like, a mini-series of this game, and I'm very, very excited.
0: That is and- awesome. You're going to have to get us those links when that happens.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Super psyched. Um, It's with Abby and Murphy and Ryan, and it's just a good table, and we all kind of went out of our way to make sure, like, it wasn't really hard. We're called the Undesirables (laughs) because.
0: I love that. If
2: we were in Germany, we. Yeah, no. (laughs) Mm -hmm. For whatever reasons. Whatever checkbox you wanted checked. So, uh, it is revenge. I love it. How about you, Ember? What have you been up to? Oh,
0: well, hold on. I need a second to ban somebody.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, it's just a bot. My banana's done. Okay. Oh, my God, you're so fast. Banana.
2: (laughs) So fast at that. I can't believe
0: it. Okay, banned tax-exempt spree (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: like really
1: yeah I just saw that like,
0: like no please please fuck off bot.
1: sir sir, and or madam <laughs>
0: alright so um I made jerky and turned it really good and uh, weirdo that I am I like took it out to the bar with me <laughs> <laughs> hang out with my friends and I was handing it out to people and um I was playing music bingo that's what it was it was uh last Wednesday or, yeah, because uh, D&D got canceled. And I handed out this guy I had just met because they, they didn't know any of the songs, and I was using Shazam, and so he just came over. We ended up hanging out with these people and helping them. And he was like, this is so good. This is, like, do you want some venison?
1: You're like, yes. Yes! <laughs> yes. Well,
0: I had a freezer full. Of this. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, can I buy it? Do you want to barter? He's like, you could just have it? Like, make me some jerky and we're good. I'm like, yes, please. And I gave him my phone number. And that was really awesome. And then, you know, we hung out, um, me and my friends. And then next thing I know, that guy's girlfriend's like, we're getting kicked out and banned. I'm like, what? (laughs) We don't know. The owner apparently called, saw us on camera, told the staff that, and they're kicking us out. I'm like, you've been... Hanging out with us all night? Like, I'm not... I don't know what I missed. I don't know what I missed. They were outside for a little bit. I don't know. (laughs) But I haven't heard from them either. So I think it might be yet another Missed Venison Connection here in Western North Carolina. If anyone is listening, help me. Um, I miss it. I grew up with it. Um, And and that kind of leads into... A couple of things it'll lead into our topic but it leads into that I also did a chili cook-off Yay. and the first time I made chili after I moved here was an experience because I spent like hours just like dicking around with it trying to figure out what was missing what was wrong I couldn't and it all of a sudden I was like it's because it's not venison I can't Aww. fix that like that's what I always grew up like the the missing thing from just using like beef and stuff was not it was eh. but I have since adjusted I mean I've been here twenty years, and I made a really good chili, uh apparently not so much what Southerners like. I didn't place very well uh but <laughs> it was it was good, and it was good enough that despite placing like tenth of thirteen um I, well, I learned a lot, so that was a good experience. Um, mine was almost completely gone. Like, I snatched a Bullsworth to bring home with me and closed my pot. Mm-hmm. And that was not true of any other selection on the table. So the crowd liked it. yeah, <laughs> Just not the 20 judges, mm-hmm. or they marked their cards wrong. I don't know. They're, Chili is very, very subjective. hmm Everyone's used to something different. Everybody grew up with something different. People have individual tastes, but they do, made as fair as they could. They had, like, 20 different judges, and the guy who ran it, he's like, Honey, you just... There were scores all over the place. Like, the, <laughs> the judges are like... The same chili would get, like, the lowest score from one judge and the highest from other ones, and... Yeah. You know, it, but... I mean, no excuses. I know it was good. People ate it and they loved it. And. <laughs> you yeah, have beans? Huh?
2: Was, were there beans? Uh,
0: yes, there were beans.
2: <laughs>
0: yes, there were beans. This is not Texas. Everywhere <laughs> else, beans are. I, I was told by some Southerners, like, because I made that point. I was like, so if we have any Texas judges, just anything with beans is disqualified, right? And they're like, chili has beans! All chili has beans, (laughs) and it was like a chorus of people attacking (laughs) him. I didn't say it, does (laughs) not
2: I'm used to chili with beans. My husband hates it, which is the only reason I ask.
0: They're just completely different things. I'm just giving up
2: on it. It This doesn't happen when he makes chili, but he makes really good chili, so it's fine.
0: Yeah, I I did learn. Southerners, uh, at least around here, they seem to, um, they're very used to a cook it for like ever and ever, until it's not red anymore, it's not brown, and you cannot discern any vegetables except the beans. Yeah. Seems to have been the preferred thing. is well, brown and, like, the <laughs> spiciest one on the table, I could only eat two bites of one.
1: Well, I mean, yours reminds me of the, the one time I was able to cook with venison. I took it to ATE, and I made venison chili. And I, too, somebody was kind uh whoever was working behind the bar when they put it out cuz it had been cooking for like 12 hours in the slow cooker <laughs> they 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 gave they saved a bowl for me and it was good cuz by the time i got in there it was gone they were like here's your bowl and i was like oh thank you yeah thank you <laughs> yeah if, if i could find a
2: venison connection even just down here i will reach out to you i when i worked in north georgia it was a lot easier cuz there were a lot more Active hunters up there, around coming, but less, less so now that I'm in the in the metro area.
0: Yeah, yeah. I keep making connections and then losing them. Just, <laughs> dang it, <laughs> dang it. Somebody just I don't know. Well, no. my one of my sons is actually uh, because Connor's inheriting some guns, going to probably be hunting with his family he married into. So I have no doubt he will share with me. Cause he will also be <laughs> wanting to learn how to cook it cause he, we didn't have it very often as he was growing up since he was little anyway. So he was like five when we moved here, six, I don't know. So anyway, that leads into our topic. It is comfort food season, folks. Everybody's settling with their stews and their mac and cheese and, ooh, the crock pots, and nowadays the instapots and what do you got? <laughs> so we're going to talk about some of our favorite soups and for time, uh, respect for time, we have picked like two soups each that we're going to talk about. I will share all of these recipes on our Patreon page. Um... It's probably a lot to put on our regular webpage, so please go to patreon.com today. Those um They'll just get it a few days ahead of time. Eventually, it'll be free for everyone, but our main website post, I'll just put links to the ones that actually have online links. So, who wants to start? I already talked... Well, I didn't really talk about my chili, and that's not one of mine anyway, because soup and chili, we're not going to go in the st- soup-stew argument. uh <laughs> Who's going first?
1: I, I, I can go. I can go first. Okay. Um, and why don't we
0: do 1 1 1 1 1 1 or do you want to do it in Yeah,
1: that's fine. Pairs. Okay. okay. We can do we can do one after the other. Uh, uh sure. I'll talk about
0: Let me guess. Redwall is yours.
1: <laughs> yeah. Of course. My my Redwall cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of a weirdo and I like having physical recipes. Um so if i if i find one online i actually will generally print it out um it's just it's it's a thing i guess cuz i don't want my phone to be next to like ingredients <laughs> so it, anyway i'm a weirdo so i have a lot of cookbooks <laughs> um <clears throat> but this one it's uh from the redwall series so it's something that you can read about and then you can actually eat it um <laughs> So it's called Shrimp and Hot Root Soup Basically a spicy Shrimp soup Um And Let me find The page it is on <laughs> It's adorable Because this This book is It's half story Half recipes And it's Divided up by season So it's got Seasonal recipes in it So this is a It's a winter Recipe Because it's Warming Obviously It's um 74 <laughs> close um i'm going to have to look at it's it's fine it's fine it's fine <laughs> i i don't memorize there it is 73 i was close <laughs> <clears throat> So basically, this calls for butter, onions, leeks, which I didn't knowingly eat leeks until I made this recipe, because <laughs> if, if they were in something, I didn't recognize them. Uh, vegetable stock, potatoes, curry powder, salt and pepper, and then shrimp and milk. So most of the recipes in this book are basically vegetarian. As it's supposed to be things eaten by woodland creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, this one has shrimp in it, so it's not vegetarian. But like most of the other ones are. Um, I
0: one was really wondering with... what the hot root was, and apparently they mean the leeks. Curry.
1: No, 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 the, the courage power or chili powder.
0: But that's either or not a root.
1: Oh uh, uh, well, hot root. Yeah, root is the yeah. Leaf. Oh. Shrimp, shrimp is shrimp root is the leek and, or, uh, <laughs> or potatoes Because it's got potatoes in it Or the onion Onion is also in there um, So basically You like Cook the leeks and the onions In butter And then you add Like the stock and the potatoes And the chili and the salt and pepper and then you simmer that for like 20 minutes and then you add the shrimp in the milk and heat them until they're heated through and then you're you're supposed to eat it with crusty bread it says it says serve with crusty bread <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious like and it is spicy you only use like a teaspoon of curry or chili powder but uh, it warms you up real quick uh I was surprised at how, like, because it's, it's not like a in-your-face spice. It's a spice that builds slowly over time. Ah, <laughs> so you bite by eaten, bite. You've eaten half your bowl, and then you're like, why are my lips burning? <laughs> 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 but it's really, really good.
0: I um, like the sneaky heat.
1: Yes. Because <laughs> it, it is, it, like, when I, when I first made this and we were eating it, I was like, eh. I guess that it's just, you know, hot hot root it's supposed to be like they're always complaining in the book about how spicy it is. And I was like, meh. And then like I was like, "Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> it's funny
0: cuz it says right in the description it's rather mild.
1: Yeah. And then it's just like okay. Sure. We'll we'll, we'll go with that. Um but it's very good. Uh the recipe that I have is, like, for two to four people, so you can easily, like, make huge vats of it if you'd like. <laughs> but um, I really enjoy it, so this is one of my favorite... mute
0: my favorite. mic while I print the recipe.
1: <laughs> 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 but it's, it's very good. I, I enjoy it a lot. Um, And I do recommend, like, if you... Uh, if you're looking for like vegetarian recipes, despite the one that I picked being something that has shrimp in it, so that it has like meat in it, most of the ones in here are vegetarian, and they're very quite good. Lots of potatoes, lots of potato recipes in this book. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. Not paleo,
1: <laughs> no. but it, but tis tis. It, I mean, Redwall is written by a lovely Englishman. It's very English. Or was he? they all about them. Scottish, tater. English, Scottish, by a UK person. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're so potatoey. <laughs>
1: so potatoey. So potato-y. I can't remember if he was actually from England proper or if he was from. Okay. One of the others. So, I just want to be. I just. I don't want to to identify him. <laughs> he was—he was a lovely man. May he rest in peace. Um. So that—that yeah, okay. was—that's my first one.
0: <laughs> what you got for us, Ray?
2: All right. So uh, mine was labeled vegetarian vegetable soup, but I fixed it because <laughs> beef broth is not veg- vegetarian. Last night, what back. is
0: wrong with people? That's—I—I
2: <laughs> I know, right? So. <laughs> Actually, this is, um, this is a recipe my mom would make, uh, when I was in, I think she started making it when I was in middle school and I'm like pretty sure it was the cat. It's the cabbage soup diet, cabbage soup, but I freaking loved it. So she would keep making it for me even after she had given up on that diet fad. It's really simple. It makes a lot, uh, I Mm -hmm. made it once, and I literally had frozen soup that I was still giving away like two, three years later uh, because I just had so much of it. (laughs) I I went through all my Tupperware. So definitely feel free to cut this recipe down. Um, (laughs) But it's a small head, small head of green cabbage, not just a regular head. That was Mm -hmm. my mistake. (laughs) One bunch of celery, 16-ounce bag of carrots peeled, one large onion, One can of green beans, one large can of diced tomatoes, one can of beef broth, and one package of dried onion soup. mix, Lipton or equivalent, whatever.
0: Which is also not vegetarian.
2: (laughs) Also not vegetarian, so I just renamed it vegetable soup. You just cut it all up, throw it all in the pot, and add enough water till everything is covered. And just let it cook from there. Uh, It says 30 minutes over low heat. I usually, I think I just let it go until like things were softer Mm to like the how much I wanted and that was it and like I would take this to school with my little Sailor Moon thermos yes I had one and that that would be like my lunch I loved this soup so it's it's a pretty good just standard vegetable soup not vegetarian
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yummy. what about you Ember well um um, so the first one I'm going to talk about, um, I'll be posting the link to Spark Recipes. And it, it's something I invented. Um, it actually is vegetarian. Um, I, well, sort of, uh, there, there's milk in this recipe, but you don't even need it. And I have a lot of notes. Anybody who's going to try to make it from the recipe online, there's a lot of notes because I have totally, Shifted it over the years. The initial recipe I made, Mm -hmm. because I actually had a vegan guest who was coming, and I altered a previous recipe I had that had butter and milk and stuff in it, and that's where the vegetable broth gets added, but it's a... um, it also has extra ingredients. Like I never put the carrots in it and stuff, but this came, this development came from a recipe contest. I entered and I had to use an immersion blender because that was, it was sponsored by like Wolfgang puck and his branded blender and QVC. So I added stuff to it when I was, I added like a bunch of spaghetti squash I had in the house and carrots, because then I would have to blend it to get the texture, but you can seriously just use the butternut squash and it's butternut coconut soup. Um, because it's butternut squash and you could just cut it in half and roast it and scoop it out and use it. Um, and the recipe, it says like cube it up and roast it, which gives you a more roasty flavor, but you don't need to go through all that. But it's got garlic and a bunch of fresh ginger and coconut milk and some vegetable broth. And it's just a matter of getting, once you cook the squash, sauteing the garlic and ginger, and then putting everything in a pot together and as much vegetable broth to the texture you want. And it is so good. Um, I, I won a bunch of prizes. I didn't win the overall contest, but I won, I got close enough to the top that they sent me all kinds of crap. Um, <laughs> and one thing I love about this is it's good hot or cold. Ooh, yum. So this yummy gingery sweet butternut squash is something I use to like try to sate my sweet tooth to begin with Mm -hmm. but with that coconut milk oh and you can you know if you really if you want it to be spicy just put a bunch of more ginger in it like sometimes I'll do that I'll make it for other people but then I'll put a bunch of powdered ginger in at the end to give it a spice Mm -hmm. but then just I could take it out of the fridge the next day and just eat it cold so Mm -hmm. it's it's Something I made up and it became a staple that I've been making for. You see, the first one I made was for a witchy potluck and buffalo, <laughs> and then I modified it to be vegetarian. So, uh, 25 years I've been making this.
1: <laughs>
0: so, yay!
1: Yee. <laughs>
0: Eat it's a, a literally award winning recipe. So <laughs> there's that. that.
2: Is so good.
0: It is, and it's a lot easier than that recipe looks. But I think there's notes that I put in later in the comments, like you don't have to do all that. Just here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that is like one of the things I do like about like oh, it's a bunch of canned stuff I throw in. Then yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got an amazing uh, vegetable chowder recipe that belonged to my friend storm forever and ever ago but i i rarely make it because it's just too many steps mm. and like the strangest it's magical and it's delicious but like you literally have to put those vegetables in in that order or it's not right I'm like, <laughs> damn it like i just wanna dump it all in yeah. so what uh tell us about this yeah. broccoli soup linda
1: yeah you got to do the spell right or else it doesn't work <laughs>
0: This one actually... Yeah,
1: you right. Yeah. This tur- one actually, I turned right to it and kind of showed, like... <laughs> hey. um, so this one's from a book that I got... Uh, who bought this for me? Somebody bought this for me for a gift. Um, it may have been a wedding gift. I don't remember. But it's called Slow Cooker Quick Fixes, which is sounds like an oxymoron, but it's basically... It takes 15 minutes to get everything started and then you put it in the slow cooker and then you cook it for however long it needs. But like the actual, like getting things together only takes about 15 minutes for each recipe, give or take. Um, so it's a slow cooker recipe and it's a three cheese broccoli soup. It's very tasty. I didn't mean to choose two cream based, well, the other one has milk in it, but two cream soups. (laughs) Is. I <laughs> comfort food. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeez. basically, this one is like butter, obviously, because all cooking is made better with butter. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, it's, it's by
0: flour. Southern Living.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's by the cool. Southern Living folks. Yeah, yeah. Um, all-purpose flour, evaporated milk, um, chicken broth. Salt and pepper, broccoli, obviously, and then they just—they just say an eight-ounce package of pasteurized prepared cheese product, cubed. So, you so can just Velveeta, put whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever cheese product you want, American cheese, yeah, American, <laughs> whatever <laughs> in the little cubes. Um, when I when I want extra cheddar, oh, I put, cube, yeah. I use the cube cheddar cuz the next thing is like more cheddar and then parmesan. Hmm. So basically you you basically make a roux to start with. So like butter with the onion but then you add the like flour and then like very very basic kind of thing and then stir in the milk. And then once you've made that I guess it wouldn't be a roux cuz you don't add the cheese yet. Anyway, The cooking. (laughs) Um, After you've made, like, the the base, you put it into the slow cooker um, and put in the broccoli that goes next. Yeah. You put in everything else except for the cheese. um, And you let it cook for, like, four hours on low. And once it's gone four hours on low, um, then you put the cheese in and stir it until the cheese melts, and then you serve it immediately, and it's very delicious. Quite good. Um, When I just want a face full of cheddar, I just use all cheddar all the time for the three cheeses, so it's just cheddar soup. But um, you can use three different cheeses. You're supposed to use three different cheeses if you want it to be bougie, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> but it's it's I, I I mean broccoli cheddar is or broccoli cheese I mean broccoli cheddar broccoli cheese soup is kind of my favorite soup. Like if I go to Panera that's I, I get it every time because I get it in the bread bowl. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Bread bowl
1: broccoli cheddar is delicious. This is about on level with the Panera stuff in my opinion. If you but it did spend four hours in the slow cooker, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the other one that I really like. Um, and it's actually, again, the prep doesn't take very long. Because you're just like, all right, whisk that together real quick, slam it into the slow cooker, and off you go. Yep. <laughs> it's
0: magical.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: I really should make more soups. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I haven't cooked this one. My mom has made this one for me before, but I have not actually cooked it in my house. And a lot of my soups are literally just the Campbell, chunky, sirloin, home-style <laughs> vegetable. That's what I grew up on. That That is, like, my go-to soup. So... <laughs> Uh, but this one is uh, Hungry Girls, the whole enchilada chicken soup, um, which I think Hungry Girls is like a specific site dedicated to like yummy, yummy food that's also like low calorie to help. It is. Eat. So, but it's a really tasty soup. My mom was kind enough to make one one omission, which is the corn, because allergies, uh, <laughs> So for the soup, you would add a, a cup of frozen white or yellow corn. Uh, not not my version, though. Uh, three cups of fat-free chicken broth. Uh, one and a quarter cup finely chopped celery. Half a cup sweet yellow onion. Mmm, Vidalia's. Three cups green enchilada sauce. One 15-ounce can of pu- puree pumpkin. It says pure pumpkin.
1: I should say <laughs> puree. Um,
2: 10 ounces cooked and shredded or chopped, whatever, skinless lean chicken breast uh, for your protein. And then optionally, you can add some hot sauce or uh, shredded fat-free cheddar cheese, yuck, or crushed baked tortilla (laughs) chips. I'm sorry, fat-free cheese just tastes bad. Not as bad as (laughs) vegetarian cheese. Because that is an abomination. You mean, vegan,
1: you mean vegan cheese. It is
2: awful. It is the yes. worst stuff. I've tried it multiple times. Soy does not make a cheese. Uh, <laughs> soy beans can do a lot, but not cheese. Uh, anyway. So anyway, uh, you go ahead, you bring a pot to a low boil, uh, bring the broth to a low boil, add the celery and onions, simmer for about five minutes. You know, until it's get a little tender. Stir in the sauce and the pump, the enchilada sauce and pumpkin. And then once it returns to the boil, that's when you add the chicken and corn. Mix it well. Cook for like three to five minutes until hot. Add hot sauce if you want or not. It's your soup. Serve <laughs> and if you like, top with whatever you like. Uh, it serves nine. Each cup's 105 calories. Uh, yeah, Weight Watchers value of three, which I also used to do in college, so... Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. This looks really good. I think I'm going to make this, and, and I would like put a dollop of like sour cream or yogurt, I think, on that's, top that's, instead of cheese.
2: That's what we did. That's what my mom did when she made it for me. Actually, I don't think she put it on there. I think I went to the fridge and just grabbed some because I, I am... So, as the whitest of white people, I will put sour cream on anything. So, but it's really good. I'm sorry. Like sour cream waffles are really good and I will die on that hill.
0: I'd oh, be really good on pumpkin waffle in particular. I love this. I think this would be good with like red enchilada sauce too. looking at it. Mm-hmm. And I will probably try to do. And you know, it's funny. Cause I look at, I, I see it on menus. Um, like, or people talk about taco soup, but I'm like, ill. Ew. But enchilada soup, I'm yeah. fine with. Like, Progresso <laughs> makes, or used to make one, and it's low-carb and everything. And I used to buy that. I loved it. And and this looks fairly close to it. I guess I didn't think of green enchilada sauce. But I'll take this opportunity, as well, to plug Spark People again. Because that's where my uh, recipe I put there forever ago ended up, just because I needed to write it down. Um, and I'm going to start using it again. Because I went looking for your recipe... This, uh, the Hungry Girls recipe, I should say, to properly credit. Um, and when I googled it, it came with the Hungry Girl book and the website and other recipes. Mm-hmm. But somebody put the Hungry Girl, the whole enchilada chicken soup recipe into Spark Recipes. And it was exactly like it was as if you were reading it. Because the link you put in the notes, it's one yeah. of your docs, and I did not have permission to look at it. I'm oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> I thought I fixed it so it was anybody who had the link. Damn it. Okay. No, that's fine. I mean, we don't want anybody to go poking your fair. stuff either. Um, but <laughs> the thing, another thing I love about spark recipes, and I, I think I'm going to sit down and have another slew of putting my favorite ones in there, is you could just you put in what you're putting in your stuff. And it does the nutritional info for you based on the ingredients and the portions, how many say you say they are. And when I'm uh, diet tracking, that's fantastic. And it'll let you do stuff like with your app. At that point, it's online. So you can just grab the links, put it in uh, whatever tracking you're using, and it'll pull the nutritional info for you. So I And your soup is there, and I'll be able to just give people that link.
2: Yeah, no, I, I actually it just dawned on me because like I started tracking again literally today with People One Health, which used to be Spark People.
0: Oh, when I went
2: to immediately after Weight Watchers because it's free.
0: Yeah, I use uh, the free version of My Fitness Pal, and then they took away a lot of features, and it's kind of not worth it. Um, yeah. But I use for the recipe stuff and food track like I. I love Spark people, and I met people. It's a really good online community, um, or at least it used to be. I'll see what's still there. I haven't been there in 10 years. But, like, I met an Indian guy who was giving me Indian recipes. It was amazing. Uh, Just sharing stuff. But I don't know how much that community is still intact. But I guess we'll find out, and I'm going to put more recipes in here. So my second soup is uh, hot and sour soup. Originally, this is my recipe now. I <laughs> that's yeah. all I can say. I remember being at my grandmother's house, and it was in some magazine, and it was like an ad that had a recipe, right? So initially, oh, sorry, my cat is attacking everything. Um, <laughs> initially, I believe it was Swanson like chicken broth ad, and it had this recipe, and I was like. Ooh, I want to make hot and sour soup because I loved hot and sour soup, you know, from restaurants and stuff. And then we made it and it was good. And then my mom just started getting the stuff and we'd make it all the time. Well, over the years, I I, I vegetarianized that as well. Um, I actually prefer it with vegetable stock uh, rather than chicken stock. But I mean, you could use either. I've completely eliminated the cornstarch situation. It's like the thing I like least about hot and sour soup. Like, cause it's got, you know, you put a cornstarch slurry and then, and it thickens up in that gelatinous slime. And, and I don't know why restaurants keep doing it, especially cause if it sits there all day, it literally gets gelatinous, you know? Ugh. Um, so yeah, I'm now also spoiled for any restaurant ones. So many, all the Chinese restaurants around here use beef broth which is just like way off. Um, If you're going to make it, go ahead, put a little corn, you know, starch in if you want. Um, But I prefer vegetable or chicken broth. And then going to like actual Chinatown restaurants in Toronto and stuff. I learned over the years that it's a very everything in the fridge soup. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that's really what it is. Uh, You've got, as long as you've got your soy sauce and your vinegar proportioned, right? It's, I've seen it where there's just like obviously freaking Tabasco thrown in it and stuff. (laughs) Uh, and, and I was like, all right, well, this is different and still quite good. The initial recipe also had, um, like thinly sliced pork in it, which would also be good. I usually just don't bother. (laughs) So I use three cans of vegetable stock, um, like fourteen ounce cans, but usually about two boxes. One and a half boxes is about that much. Like I usually buy boxes of stock now. I like those, especially Aldi. They're economical. A uh, half pound of mushrooms. Uh, you can use whatever kind you like, sliced up. I uh, I spoiled myself. I found like dried shiitakes in the store once, and I've never gone back. <laughs> shiitakes <laughs> are amazing in this soup. And if you've got fresh ones, great. Dried ones are pretty easy to find and they hydrate so perfectly in this soup. And if they're dehydrated, they actually add a little, uh, to the depth. But yeah, so you, um, it's got a half cup of bamboo shoots, which is just a little can of bamboo shoots, uh, five tablespoons of distilled white vinegar, three tablespoons of soy sauce, half a teaspoon of red pepper flakes, quarter teaspoon of black pepper a quarter pound of firm tofu just cube up um and an egg so if you want and also you want like about a quarter cup of sliced green onions and about a couple teaspoons of toasted sesame oil which everyone should already have in their cupboard (laughs) for any given purpose sesame oil will change your life. But all you do is you bring the broth to a boil, you throw in the mushrooms, the bamboo shoots, the vinegar, the soy, the peppers. You simmer it for five minutes. You throw in the tofu, you bring it back to a boil, and then you take a beaten egg and you just add it in real slow, just drizzle it in. Just let that sit a second. And then you stir it once or twice. And it does that magical egg drop, hot and sour soup thing that everybody thinks is... Like super hard, and it is not. It is literally drizzling an egg into hot stuff. Um, if you want, dissolve cornstarch, like um, three tablespoons of cornstarch in some uh, about a quarter cup of cold water, and add it after that if you do like that thicker uh, texture to your hot and sour. And then you garnish by throwing some green onions and drizzling a little sesame oil on the top. So, this is our cold cure in the house. This is it, it it's going to make you feel better. It's going to loosen things up. You can taste it. No matter how bad you are off almost
2: <laughs> covid test. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm like hasn't been covid tested and boy, that was a a thing. But <laughs> it's really easy and super fast and you can get all this stuff in the supermarket and it's Better than you're going to get from the restaurant. Like recently, I was sick and Vic was sick, and we're the only two in the house that eat soup. And my husband kindly went to and got Chinese, and he got hot and sour soup. And Victor and I both tried it and ended up throwing it away. Oh,
1: just <laughs> not great. Yeah. Right. It was
0: really, really thick, and it w- and it had a beef base, and it was and. What was the... They did a substitution. It. They didn't even use bamboo shoots. They had carrots instead, uh, which would be a fine addition, but not instead of.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not... The texture isn't... Mm, never mind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hmm, I mean... And it sweetens it a little, so it threw off... Like, I, yeah. I ate some of it by throwing more vinegar in. <laughs> and <laughs> I would attribute that to the carrots, and somebody should have known better. So that's it. that's all our recipes all our favorite <laughs> soup recipes. I'm sure we have more and and lots of good suggestions. I love uh Linda's cookbook suggestion. I'm putting uh different stuff I've been collecting through the episode uh some will be links to recipes, some will be text of recipes, some will be links to the cookbooks we got them from um if we wanna if either of you wanna add, I'd be happy to add some cookbook recommendations. Myself, or if feel, people oh, are should, out there, want some, yeah. let us know.
1: Yeah, like no, I've got a ton of cookbooks. I feel like we should do this again for like desserts. Your favorite desserts oh. that we make.
0: We could totally do that.
1: <laughs> Wait, what once <do> I make, <laughs> hmm,
0: I mean, so people fun, think like, Geek too. Grills is about food anyway.
1: <laughs> <Lean in. laughs>
0: yeah. wouldn't I'll... be the first time. It would confuse somebody.
1: I'll tell you how I make the giant trifles that I make for my family gatherings. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I do well,
1: love a good trifle.
0: And I have I've have, I've have so many nerdy cookbooks, but I also am trying new softwares right now to collate my cookbook because Oh, I don't know. Apple decided we're not doing Apple works anymore. So I had my whole, all my family's recipes because I was sick of them asking me for them. I (laughs) took, I confiscated everybody's recipe cards and I put them all in a database and then that program doesn't exist anymore. But thankfully one of my nerdy kids recovered the files at least, but now it's just a giant text file. Uh, But the food people in the Frog Pants Network and their Discord channel have been kind enough to share some software tips with me, and I'll be uh, wanting to let people know what a better thing to use once I get this sorted out, because I am the keeper of the recipes for my family. I give them all binders that are sorted, and once in a while... The good recipes, those pages get dirty and you got to print it out again. So I do still want a digital copy that is easily shareable for this paper book we all have on our shelves at home. So chime in uh, by by emailing us at geekgrills at gmail.com or tweet us at geekgrills and let us know your favorite recipes or what you'd like to hear from us about it. So what are you grills anticipating coming up this week or next two weeks, let's say, because next week we've got production meeting.
1: Yeah. Uh, I guess getting back to other projects now that my code is done. I have this bad habit of like hyper focusing, especially on sewing projects. Like if you notice, that's you might,
0: not a yeah. bad habit. That's how you end up with not having fifteen half finished things.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> only with sewing. Like I can have like three crochet yeah. projects going at I there's that pile back there is crochet projects. But, like, when I get to a sewing thing, it's like my brain is like, this is the only thing you can do for the next three days.
2: <laughs> uh, so... When hyperfocus works for you.
1: <laughs> but I can now get back to other projects. Um, like, my my pile of crochet. My goal <laughs> is to get through all of these books Before my first uh, market day in May.
0: Wow. (laughs) Okay.
1: So we'll see if that speed you were talking about uh, helps me. Now, to be fair, some of them I'm not doing every single project, but I am doing multiple projects out of all of them. (laughs) And some of them I am doing every single project in the book, or I will at least attempt Alrighty, goals.
0: Goals. Maybe not.
1: Maybe not attainable goals, but goals. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ray? Uh,
2: apparently, breaking my Fitbit. Uh, it's, <laughs> my my band came off with like a little plastic bit, and I was trying to fix it, and then some metal part flung out. Oh so no! Be fun. <laughs> and it's fine. It's somewhere in the house. But <laughs> aside from that. <laughs> Because that literally just happened Hooray
0: Hooray. Uh, I
2: actually have my first aerial class Scheduled for this Thursday So I'm super excited Which is basically um, You you got the the silks Hanging from the ceiling And you you pull yourself up And I get to swing around like a monkey And I'm super excited about it Because if there's one thing I miss From gymnastics It is swinging like a monkey I'm just Straight on us there. I hope to nail down the food recipe shopping list for ATE um, and just figure that out. I'm not alone, so I have somebody else to coordinate with. But it also means I have somebody else that I have to get with to be like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) And that's I don't know why. They're very sweet. I know them. (laughs) So I don't know why it's so hard for me to... Actually, like, hit the messenger button sometimes, but it is. Mm. But it'll be fine. We'll get that worked out. We actually have tentatively have the menu. We just need the recipes and the the shopping list done.
0: Cool. Well, how about you? Well, um, I'm hoping we find time in the next couple of weeks to test out the new... There's a Twitch guesting feature that they... Uh, it, it should make everything really easy so I'm not, like, juggling around all these changing settings because it's somehow handled a lot of it remotely through Twitch is my understanding, and it would be like, pull you guys in as guests. So, all that fiddling with, you guys would be able to hear my <laughs> bumpers awesome without, intros. you know, Discord going, no, you can't come over here. Um, uh I'm doing uh, DJ for a Burlesque show. I'm pretty <laughs> excited about that on the like 11th. I think is that before our next show? I think it is. But yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm excited they added me to their like production Facebook page the other day, so I will be sharing all of their show details. And uh, I guess that's that's about it right now. D&D tomorrow. Yay. Mm-hmm. It'll be my return uh, from you know COVID um, and not contagious this time because <laughs> I went back to D&D and then went positive again after like an ass but whatever
2: it, it wasn't intentional I, no. I think at this point we all understand that these things happen
0: yeah this testing so far apart negative 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 like what the hell anyway remember folks no one else got it so we're good yeah Remember, folks, you can always come watch us record live at twitch.tv slash geekgrills on most Monday evenings. Our next one will be on February 13th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, We don't know everything we're covering next month because we've got our production meeting next Monday. That's why we won't be going live. Uh, We do know that our book club will be on the 27th. So start reading now. We're reading Long Live the Pumpkin Queen. And I'm loving it.
2: <laughs> Ooh, and in addition to the subs and bits that we get on Twitch, we are supported by our amazing patrons, the greatest girlfriends on the internet. You can become a patron at www.patreon.com slash grills. And don't forget, if you have Amazon Prime, you can sub us for free every month on Twitch.
0: Free, go
1: now. go. Another... No. <laughs> <laughs> And another way to show your support is by leaving us a review. You can do so on any of your podcast catchers. You can check out what topics we're doing in the next month on our schedule once we get it updated. Below on our Twitch page. Um, And if you're a patron, you can always suggest a topic for us. We'll do it. And we would love to hear your ideas.
0: And where can we find you all on the interwebs?
1: You can find me in my squeaky chair um, on Instagram (laughs) under the name madcap underscore miss. That's M-I-S-C. You can check out my website at madcapm.com.
2: Uh, you can find me on Instagram under Doppledam. And that's it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, easiest thing to do for me is go to 9of12.com. That's N-I-N-E-O-F-1-2, and it'll point you to all the places. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good game. GG. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs>